Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have the Honourable Wes, yeah. otherwise known as Wesley, and he is a barber. And we got chatting. Before I get into that, don't forget to like and subscribe and follow because it's the only way you're going to be reminded to listen to these podcasts, these episodes. And there's many of them to listen to. But back to what we were saying. Me and me and Wes were talking and he was saying he's a barber. Now I just thought 15, maybe 20 pound haircut, but no, he does 100 pound haircuts as a base minimum, I believe. 70. 70, 70 okay, 70, I've been corrected already. And he's gonna just talk about, I just thought it'd be interesting to hear what he has to say about his career, his journey. So nice to have you here today, Wes. That's good, that's good. So, how long have you been a barber for? And what motivated you to be a barber? I've been a barber for two years now, and as in motivation, or motivating me to cut hair, I'm not too sure about that one, because I was in uni studying software engineering, so I already had another pathway, but this was in lockdown, then I was just thinking of a way to make money, so I was doing food as well as cutting hair. So, after that, that people were just interested in it well liking my craft so wait a minute you were doing food food or yeah proper food to as, consume. In, as in jerk chicken okay all of that yeah because i was cooking at my house and cutting hair at my house well i was cutting my cousins first and people were asking them who was the one that was cutting their hair because at that time it was lockdown so not many people were getting cuts and it just basically took off like it made it made too much sense food and haircut having a social like environment oh yeah because you know? so when they come there they can jump onto jet chicken yeah. and thing yeah people are playing football oh in the garden and stuff no nah, like in the front part okay like it's a big estate so okay there was just playing football waiting for their food and haircut and it was all making sense and oh. i started from eight pounds yeah so yeah you started for eight pounds during lockdown yeah okay so how did you that's an interesting story at that point we'll just delve on that for that moment but actually we'll freeze that you went into it before yeah why did you go into it it was just something that i was just naturally good at i just stuck to what i knew mm. it was just a safe route for me what's your heritage jamaica Okay, yeah. alright. So that makes jerk chicken make sense? Yeah, it was just a straight path for me. But then, not even my mum wa- wanted me to become a barber until she saw the money that I was making. So, <laughs> like, don't become a gangster. Okay, well, yeah. listen, we can talk about this another time. <laughs> yeah. So then, so barbering just took over my life, then I had to drop out because the workload that that course was giving out was a lot as well as barbering was taking it over my life so i chose that barbering because i was networking as well as making money mm. like meeting new people like i'm expanding so you're doing what i do like in the uber sense i'm interviewing people networking taking emails and everything yeah to killing two birds in one stone okay yeah, that's interesting i do think it's the best job oh. one of the most laid-back jobs mm-hmm. so when you decided that you're going to start cutting your cousin's hair did you go on youtube watch some videos what did Uh, you do yeah more time it was 
but then it's like I knew what a trim should look like in my head so I would do a haircut now realize that there's a lot of mistakes so it's like I know what it should look like but it's not exactly how it came out then I go and watch a video then I look again so like it's kind of weird to say or say how I learned because it just made sense to me and me like explaining it may not make sense no, it's making sense yeah we so could... I just have a visual image and then I know what I want then you basically do it it's it's kind of like drawing mm -hmm. you know like you have an image in your head then you try to lay it out there as perfect as possible so okay you you're what's i gonna say did you how did you you say you overcome errors by re-examining the videos yeah was there a certain like channel you used to go to that you say like basically these people or this person taught me i wouldn't say one specific i actually the person i watched the most was game changer i think i've heard of him yeah. Does he had like some golden clippers, his own clipper brand or something? I don't think so. No, he's just a humble man. He's not into all of those things. He just cuts hair. Like, he even cuts the most old school way with razor for hairline, everything like that. So, I actually learned the most natural way possible mm -hmm. to cut hair, other than just using like enhancements and black spray straight, straight out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're, you learned the old school method, you're saying? Yeah. Do you think you're better for that, learning that way? Yeah, because it's much more tough, mm. tougher, I how, would say. How would you say your journey has been over the over the two years that you've been in the barber business? So obviously you've increased your fees yeah. 10 times when you look at it. <laughs> so, and people are still with you? Yeah. Have you got to say, yeah, that's a good point. Have you got the same clients that you had before? and more or is it just that you've left the original right. and gone to the it's like the reason I, I would say I have a lot more new clientele but some of the old ones stay from even me cutting hair in my bedroom now the ones that I say started out with me they weren't necessarily loyal people anyway they just wanted a haircut okay so in terms of me saying the loyal ones I, I would say mid like my first year till now most like most of them stayed because I moved into a shop so moving moving location may also make clientele not want to travel or want to come that far but Wait, most of them have stayed but you're traveling to somebody now yeah but I'm not cutting his hair oh okay we're, right. just, we're just chilling alright I hear you that's good mm -hmm. but like even me telling people that I cut hair for a certain price it, it, it drives them insane because I'm not going to the house I'm, like they're coming to me and they're paying £100 for a haircut not no facial stuff it's just I'm just cutting your hair no 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 beard no nah, beard like cut hair beard but no facials none of that when you say no facials what as in like you know when you get the steam like the What's it called? Uh, like what the Turkish do? Yeah, like the exfoliation and all of those things. Uh, but I just straight cut hair. And you're busy every day? Yeah. 
So you really, you found, so people will pay? Yeah, so then I'll start cutting hair from 8 a.m. Until? Until 5.30. Okay, so it's a normal working day, more or less. Yeah, but I make sure I'm up earlier. Yeah, of course, you've got to sort yourself out and mm -hmm. what have you. That's interesting. But what grasps gets me about your story is that you managed to jump from £8 to £70. <laughs> and that's what really gets me. Is that, and uh, people are just like, all right, fair enough. You, yeah. So you just want to know how I got from 8 no, to... Yeah, that, I'd like to know that bit of the story. I'm interested, but there's, obviously there's more to you than just the money. Yeah. Because there's a sales pitch in there, isn't it? There's a personality. There's, okay, is it like, all right, I've been charging eight pounds, but I've been telling him all my problems every time. So I need to, I need him. Do you know what it is? It's like, even I only cut hair from the age, let's say, 20 to 24. Uh, that's my age range. Those are the, that's like the age group I cut. So those are influence dealers, all those kind of people. Yeah, like I don't really cut above, maybe 25, 26, but it's in the 20 region. Or or it might be someone that's 18 and they come for like their birthday or something. It's like even me going on TikTok or like putting my stuff on TikTok, I can't actually do that because of the type of clientele that I trim. Privacy is their main type of thing. Oh yes, you mentioned celebrities. Yeah, so it's like, even like people have problems also, but they're known, but they also have issues with other people. So I can't technically post that they're here, or oh, they come here yeah, on a regular basis, or that they come here. So I'm not on TikTok. I'm not really on those big oh. platforms. But if you know, then you know. Yeah. So I see what I mean. So. Well, we take the barbershop movie with Ice Cube and there's those two gangster guys who end up being there on the yeah, same yeah. day. I saw that, I saw that. So you're, you're like that, Ice Cube, but you just like... Everybody, you, you, whether you go to people or they come to you, but you understand. So you're dealing with people in that world who can afford the, those prices, but you need to know what kind of environment they need to feel comfortable in. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when they're also willing to open up their pockets. Even me knowing about the barbering game now, it ain't even like people don't have the money that paying people twenty pound. It's just you need to know how to dip your hand in their pocket. Because mm -hmm. normal people may seem like they don't have, but they actually have. But you have to have something to make them spend more on you as a barber. And what is that something? Well, you just have to get it right. Like you, it, I don't know. I just normally adapt to what's around me, so I can always connect with with someone. Like mm. I don't know, but I always can adapt, connect, give the best advice possible, make them smile, make them feel happy, because you're doing so much. And then if the trim is top tier, then they have nothing else to complain about. Mm -hmm. And this may sound kind of vulgar, but you actually improve their sex life also. Really? Yeah, a haircut changes a lot. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, because so? maybe because you need to have hair. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that was a knockout punch there, man. <laughs> knockout punch. 
Presenter is on the floor here now. He's on the floor. He's been knocked out. Aye. No, but okay. can't really change. Well, I've got hair on the side. If that is You've that. got hair on the chin. Yeah, down the side. It grows here. It grows here. But that's, that's as much as it goes. I, I, I'm just for record purposes, I'm actually touching the side <laughs> of my head. So I look like Fry Tuck. Uh, it's good when you can laugh at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> in those respects, you're going to have hair. Okay. So how do you just deal with disgruntled, uh, any disgruntled clients? Do, uh, do you have any? Have you had any before? How do you deal with them? Well, I wouldn't say so. Like I used to, when I first started out, when I didn't really have a name and I haven't really proved myself, but the way how I handled them was just... Some, like I think you can tell just by looking at someone if they want to speak about the situation or they don't want to like so me dealing with him now I would say yo man how, like how's your day how you been then if he's like oh man it's just long this life is long man then I'll be like oh, come on man what do you mean like life is nice like you're living you're breathing like you're actually feeling the emotions of life so even if it's a negative like emotion you should it like enjoy it because imagine if you didn't feel anything mm-hmm. you know you, you you just talk to them in a certain way and you know mm-hmm. just calm them down and then you'd be like no it's true and then you know and then i can show him ah oh. then you ask him like about his like his siblings and how you are with like other people know how he interacts normally so you know how to now move as a barber around him so mm. it's just ask, like asking the right questions wording it correctly using the right tone because he's just because he's not really like himself right now yeah he may not be an open person yeah so yeah, like, you just have to warm them up all right so you there's clients who come to you who you know they just want to talk and tell you their issues not necessarily like even right, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. in my working hours, it's straight privacy. Then 12s is when the door would open up a bit more where I actually have that social environment. So even my clients know when to book in the morning, I know he doesn't want to talk to many people or see many people because I try to make sure that that barbershop feel is still there even though I just do appointments where people can network and converse because if I'm trimming big clients and then there's an, another big client waiting or four more it now becomes a place to network and they make more money so like I've and they want to be seen there as well within yeah. their little thing they want to be seen yeah sometimes like they want to be seen like they want to wear their nice watch they, they want to drive their nice car like they just want to feel you know so what area is your obviously don't tell us a specific location but yeah. what area is your barbershop it'll be it's in south east london okay yeah it's, right. in, it's in south east london okay what have you learned from the barbershop industry and the business that you wish you knew when you had started there are not too many nice barbers out there that's what i learned really? when it comes to other barbers yeah. Because they're territorial, aren't they? Very. They're like, these are my clients. Mm. There's a saying that goes, 
If a man was as faithful to his wife as he was to his barber, then the world would be a happier place. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. But... <laughs> that, that's even another whole subject. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but I just believe clientels are meant to be shared because you can't trim the whole world. Mm. So that's what... That's what I say, especially because I'm the underdog coming in. So you own your own barbershop? Do you have other guys no, working? No, like there? I rent a seat. Oh, you rent a seat? Yeah, I rent a seat. Oh, okay. It's oh. just me and one other barber. Oh, yeah. And what's the future for hold, hold for you? Are you gonna own your own seat, your own shop eventually? I'm not really too fussed about the shop. I'm more focused on teaching people. And you know, like having having my own school, barbering school, because like it, this this can actually change your life. But one thing I have to ask you, Wes, yeah. is you say the average age is twenty one to twenty four. Yeah. I take it you're in the age group. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna be getting older, and they're getting older. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that they as they get older as people get older they get more conservative more you know they want to spend so much money all that thing do you think that will still hold it will or? still hold yeah it will still hold because these people have younger brothers that want to come to me they like even school kids know like about me like which are not able to afford me just yet so it's like the time of people growing growing older probably when they like 30 mm-hmm. and then they do want to stop coming to me or if that's even like a thing then I have another set of people coming in into the new generation especially me building my name mm-hmm. okay that's good yeah like I've flown out to cut hair I've done so much things you've flown where where's you flown I've been to Spain Marbella so I take it that's a football player you've trained? Uh, this is event people, really. Event people. So I would I would go to their villa or what's it called, like apartment, and then I will cut their hair. So I met a barber during lockdown, mm-hmm. and he cuts hair for billionaires. Yeah. And he gets flown all over the place. All over the place. And because that's the... billionaires only want you to do it. So he gets, during lockdown, he'd get one of these. There's an airport that was operating. It's a private airport. Yeah. Where is it? It's on the way to Stansford or something. But it's a private airport. When you drive in, you just drive in. Okay. And they just walk through, you get on the plane and go. It's not like big passport issue or paperwork and queues and stuff. But yeah, I think it was like that. So, sorry, did I, I ask you, what is the future in hold for you? Yeah, I just think, there's a school, man, just teaching people how to cut hair so they can have their own, you know? Because I think people are just taking barbering seriously now, especially in the U- UK, because it's really changed. Uh-huh. So me being able to get into that market, to trim, or to, to like teach people, how to cut hair mm-hmm. I think it would it would make me happy you know 
because mm. it actually changed my life and the way how I live and my lifestyle. So I would want people to mm-hmm. have like feel the same way, experience it. If you could do it all again, what would you change in your life? As in job or just anything? Everything. Probably the people that I was around. I would just change certain people that I was around. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's and it. Why would you change that? Because it wasn't needed. Mm. So not that it was negative, just that it wasn't needed. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting because, you know, people say your experience shapes you. So you can be shaped by something even without realising it. Yeah. And then later on realise, years down the line, realise actually that's why that happened. Or this is why that made sense. A lot of things wasn't needed, but, you know, made me wiser. Mm. Yeah, I hear. I hear. Okay. Mm. You've been a great guest. Alright, man. It's been nice speaking to you. <laughs> Talking to you. My last question to this is, do you wish, well, second to last question, do you wish you got into this earlier? Maybe not. No, I don't. Perfect timing. Okay. That's nice. Um, My last question is, where you have the world standing in front of you, 7.5 billion people, and they're looking to you, Wesley, for one sentence of wisdom what would you tell them based on your life experience so far why do you have to say 7 billion 7.5 billion (laughs) no pressure Uh, life is just life just take it easy that's it just take it easy and don't worry that's it okay Well, thanks a lot for that, and we wish you well. Thank you. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day, as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episodes.